Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime radio sports personality. Now, today we don't... Alleged longtime. Alleged. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly famous. Allegedly famous. kidding. Um, I I walk around town sometimes and people go, I think I I recognize that voice. I said, yeah, you might have heard about 15 years ago or something. (laughs) No, there's still a lot of people who still know your voice. Um, It's funny, though. Voices do have a tendency. If you have a good ear, you can pick out a voice, and you'll know immediately who that is. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing. Many, many years later. Yeah, Yeah, many years later. It's true. Now, today we don't have a guest. No. So it's mano-a-mano here, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, baseball. A little baseball. Got a little little tennis to talk about. A little tennis, yeah. And uh, also a little uh, NBA with Kevin Durand. Yeah. And did you see the Sports Illustrated... so I don't want to say swimsuit model because it's uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> oh, is that right? Now, you know, I haven't. I've, I guess Thursday or the day we tape this show, Sports Illustrated usually comes in my mailbox, and I haven't checked my mailbox yet, so I'm missing it. Yeah, that, it's a, a very interesting uh, an article situation. about Caitlyn Jenner. Well, because you know it's, it's uh, coming on forty years. Forty years since yeah. uh, Bruce Montreal, Jenner yeah. was the gold medal winner. Yeah, that's just a bizarre story, isn't I, it? It's a very bizarre yeah, story. It is. Yeah. All right. So at each commercial break, we're going to ask a trivia question. We're going to be giving away some vacations to the first email with the correct answer. And the vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina. Those vacations are free. Their only request is a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. Check them out. Check them out at lighthouseresortandmarina.com. And uh, today we're going to get into, uh, you know, we've been doing kind of various trivia. This one's going to be famous quotes from baseball. I like that. We like that. Yes. Okay. This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 8%, even in today's market. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And don't touch that dial. Why? Because you're listening to Sports Econ 101. We will be right back.
This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective services to children with hearing and communication difficulties. Support our programs by attending the second annual Chili Cook-Off at the San Jose Flea Market on Saturday, July 23rd, where one of last year's contestants went on to win the World Champion Chili Cook-Off. Taste delicious chilies while helping our children. Learn more and support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline. 1-800-428-1570. Join Sail Now for a day of sailing, blue skies or fog, good company, and fun on the beautiful San Francisco Bay. The company sails out of the North Bay mostly on weekends, and you can enjoy a picnic lunch on Angel Island depending upon which cruise you choose. Several different opportunities to sail are available, anything from short or long day cruising to basic lessons to more classes and workshops, and they typically have a maximum of four people on the boat www.sailnow.com or 650-619-6896. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport, football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Now, First, I want to talk about Maria Sharapova. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, still, she's still swinging it out she, there. She, she has, is. But isn't she banned for tennis for two years? Actually, I believe that is true. Uh, she took a drug that she didn't realize. I think she was taking it for a, a pain uh, killer uh, because she'd had some kind of, uh, you know, bone bruise or something. I'm not sure what it was. In any case, she didn't realize that it was on the list of banned substances until after she was tested for it. So, yeah, I, I believe that's true. I think she's out of uh, tennis, out of pro tennis for a while, but I don't think it'll hurt her. She's kind of at the tail end of her career, exactly. and, and she makes a lot of money selling clothes and doing modeling. So, you know, and the woman is, she's a very, very smart marketer. So, yeah. is, would, it, is it her own brand, her own line? 
Uh, that's a good question. I yeah. I believe it is. Okay. I believe see, it is. see, then yeah. she probably won't get hurt if she was yeah. representing you know, Nike or something like oh, that. They, yeah. they might take the sponsors. I think away. I think she's got her own line of, and I'm not positive about that. That'd be an interesting topic. You know, to, there are not that many athletes that have their own line of clothing. Um, there are some that align themselves with big companies that do very well. But you know, yeah. I can't think of any. Can you run off the top of your head that have marketed their own clothes? And have been very successful doing it. I guess maybe there have been a few women athletes, but I can't think of any. And I guess Maria Sharapova, I believe, and I don't quote me on this, but I believe she's doing that. Yeah, okay. And I, you know, she's just a very charismatic. I don't know if you've, if you've ever seen her being interviewed, but she's, in addition to being extremely, uh, you know, a gorgeous, yeah, uh, right. stunning-looking woman, she's extremely bright, uh, a little full of herself. She's kind of a diva. But, uh, you know, kind of, I mean, these, these, uh, so is Serena Williams for that matter. She's yeah. a little bit of a diva. I mean, I think a, a lot of pro athletes are that way. So, and especially the good looking ones. And, uh, you know, women's tennis is a very glamorous sport. Yeah. It is, it is based on a lot of that, you know, sex appeal thing, sure. like it or not. Mira Sharapova hooked into that at an early age when she oh, was 18. Good, good looking. Plays tennis well. He plays it very famous, well. Yeah. And has a lot of money. Yeah. That's a good combo. She may not be quite as good as Serena, but I mean, she's, you know, the next level down. That's not bad. Not not bad at all. But yeah. So I was kind of thinking about the stepping back for a minute and, you know, whether or not she knew it was banned or, you know, they say they know there was banned. The interesting thing is she's towards the tail end of her career anyway, as you mentioned. And so it kind of almost doesn't really matter. And she made a lot of money. You probably using the. I don't know how often she used it, or yeah. You know and again, I mean? I'm not sure if this was. She claims, from what I understand, that this was for an injury or a series yeah. of injuries she's had. It's always that's always the reason. But I know? would think if if this is a banned substance, that she's probably not been taking it before because it would have turned up earlier and she would have gotten nailed before. I would think. Yeah. But then again, you know, who knows? Maybe it just became a banned substance. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know how long she was actually taking it because you know, I think, it was, a couple, I think it was a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that, that's not a big deal because I was thinking yeah. that you know, even if she, let's say she, she let's pretend for just a minute that she knew it was banned, right? It's still kind of worth it, right? I mean, if well, it's going to make I mean, you better and you're going to make yeah, a lot of money, you know, except what, the Barry, public image. Well, look at Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds got away with with using steroids for years, and the only thing that hurt is that he's not going to go to the Hall of Fame for a while. He'll go eventually, maybe not in my lifetime. But he'll go eventually. People will forgive him because they won't remember the people who yeah, put him in the hall. True. But, I mean, it made sense for him. And it was like he was 30, what was he, 37 when he started doing the, the steroids? Yeah. Now, unlike Pete Rose, he didn't old, get a 34. lifetime ban. No, well, by the time he you know he got out of the Pete Rose, of course, got a lifetime ban for the, for the gambling. And that was after his, you know, after his playing days were over. But, I mean, Bonds, you know, walked away from the game in a kind of an uncomfortable situation. And, and it, he'll never admit to that. To the fact that what he did was illegal, you know, unless it's behind closed doors and nobody's writing anything on a piece of paper and quoting him. Um, but I think he knows he did wrong. And, you know, in his mind, he probably figured, hey, everybody else is doing it. Why can't I do it? I've just got the best stuff. That's all. <laughs> Which he did. He got the best stuff. You know, Stan Conte, or not Stan Conte, um, Victor Conte, Victor. Uh-huh. Uh, who I got to know quite well, actually. I worked with him uh, briefly at, at Comcast Sportsnet in San Francisco. Interesting guy. And he said, yeah, I got the best stuff Barry could possibly have gotten. The best. <laughs> says, I, I said, really? How do you know? And he goes, because I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, know? a guy like that would probably yeah. know. He was, a sharp, sure. he was a sharp guy. He was a strange dude, but interesting yeah. guy. Interesting but but guy. I remember when, uh, you know, 
Barry played for Pittsburgh, and he was, you know, I don't want to say skinny as a rail, but he was pretty thin. Well, you look at him now. I saw him a couple years ago at, at uh, the ballpark for a reunion event, and I said, Barry, man, how much do you weigh? And he goes, oh, about 195. That's all? Well, he's become a bike rider, yeah. a hardcore bike rider. He rides his bike probably 70 to 90 miles a day. Wow. And he goes on these century things routinely. I mean, he's really gotten into bi- biking. I, this was at least four or five years ago he was into biking. I don't know now. Now, if he does he, the Tour de France, he, <laughs> they may not let him in because, you know, Lance Armstrong. Well, yeah, I, I think he actually is clean. I mean, he looked great. Yeah. Uh, he looked better than he did when he was, was juicing because he was his normal kind of body uh, type. And he seemed really relaxed. And, How uh, long does that stuff stay with you? You know what I mean? Good question. Good question. I, I'm, I'm not a chemist or a... A doctor, so I couldn't tell you, but I think it stays with you a considerable amount of time, the residue of it. Yeah, so, you know, he still has an advantage then. Well, who right? knows? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been on it for years, but then again, we don't know what kind of he's been on, You have, do we? I mean, he may be doing yeah. stuff right now, but it may, not be, it may not be illegal. Or even if it is, he's not participating in some pro of a professional sport. So Yeah. yeah. So you kind of wonder, like, the illegality of it. Is, yeah. It's just, you know, well, like, for a while there, remember Ephedra? Yeah, and and I, uh, uh, you know, before it got banned or whatever, um, we used to take this thing called MetaBoost to just you know help work out. And that stuff was awesome. Yeah, but well. the thing is, guys were abusing it, and then you know if, it's one thing to take like you know uh, one Tylenol, let's say one Vicodin if you're yeah. injured. It's another <laughs> thing to take twenty five of them. Well, I, this is an interesting story. You get off on a tangent with this, but uh, the Oakland Raiders back in the seventies, they used to have a little vat next to the door that was full of all these pain-killing pills <laughs> or pills that would make you high or pills that would give you kind of like uh, speed. Speed, yeah. Yeah, and the guys would naturally you know, just reach over and grab two or three. And uh, one of the Raider players, I can't remember who it was, who didn't do this, told me, he said he was looking at his teammates and he goes, by the third quarter they were drinking water like crazy because their mouths were so dry from this, oh, yeah. this um, you know, drug that was making them hyper. Um, I guess that's what yeah. it did. It was kind of like a, a version of speed, which is not a real good. Th- I mean, yeah. it's great, uh, you know, in terms of a short-term focus. Yeah. But uh, in terms of, of you know what it does to your body, yeah. Yeah. of course you're young, you're invulnerable. You know, you can and do I, I never did speed, so I, yeah. I, I did. It, make... I did it one time, and I have. To, I hate to say I did it one time because I'm kind of ashamed of the fact that I did it because I knew what I was doing. But I needed to stay. I was up partying. Um, on a river, and I had to report the next morning at 6 a.m. in the morning, and I knew I was going to be up all night. So at about 2 in the morning, I took a tab of it, and all it did was it kept me awake. I didn't feel any effect of it, but I didn't sleep for about uh, 36 hours. Wow. Yeah. And did it make you thirsty? It did. It did. And, of course, we were in a hot area. It was in the middle of summer. It was up on the Columbia River between uh, Oregon. A little dangerous. Yeah. Well, you know, I I wasn't driving anywhere, and I was with a bunch of friends, and I was 28 years old. You know, you do stupid things No, I was like thinking that. the danger part of just, like, being dehydrated. Oh, and, no, you know, not a good thing. Yeah. Not a good thing. You don't want to be dehydrated. And you always want to drink water before you get thirsty. And before you go on the air, there's worse things than having a dry mouth when you're on the air. Yeah. But, but but it's not fun <laughs> trying to trying to talk on the air for about an hour and what not have any, you know. What do they call it, cotton mouth? Cotton mouth. Yeah, yeah it's bad news. <laughs> I've had it happen a few times. It's bad. No, but didn't you did one, like, I heard something like a rain delay or something, and you did, like, uh, three hours straight. Yeah, that's true. I uh, <laughs> I was at a, a road game. I think it was in um, St. Louis or someplace. And I'm in in the booth with the guys, Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko and John Miller. And this is back in like '98. And they had a rain delay, and I was the guy who was going to do the post game show on site. I don't I didn't travel that much. So all of a sudden, they look at me and they go, "Well, we don't have to worry about uh, going back to the studio because the studio guy's right here." 
And then John kind of winks at me. I guess you're going to be taking over for a while. And I, literally, it was three hours before the game was even. <laughs> I mean, they they come back every half hour and say, well, you know, here's an update on the game, when yeah. it's going to happen. But I filled three hours. Luckily, I have about six or seven interviews that I was going to use on the post game or the pregame the next day, which I automatically used this time. That's still very impressive, i got to say. Yeah, I had a good time. You know, it's amazing how many people will call you up and want to talk baseball while it's raining outside and they can't listen to it. <laughs> oh, well, that's a little easier because then yeah. you can let the other guy talk for a sure, while. Sure, yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go. I thought it was three hours straight. You, oh, you just no, gave no. a soliloquy. No, I had lots of, <laughs> lots of help. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut to our first commercial uh, break with a trivia question. Who said on hitting Sandy Koufax, trying to hit him is like trying to drink coffee with a fork? Oh, God, I remember that quote. Right? Yeah. All right. You got to email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question and the first email with the correct answer is going to win that three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Again, who said on hitting Sandy Koufax, trying to hit him is like drinking a coffee with a fork? Mm. Stay with us. You'll know the answer when we come back. Sports Econ 101. It's going to be coming right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Who said on hitting Sandy Koufax, trying to hit him is like drinking coffee with a fork? Had Well, obviously, it's one of his contemporaries from the National League. Yeah. Uh, a famous name? Yeah. Hall of Famer? I believe so. Uh, but not from the 60s. Not from the 60s. From the, from yeah, the, from the 70s. From the 70s? From the 70s, from the 70s yeah. But this guy played in the 60s. He had to. Mm, yeah, but uh, you mostly remember him being famous the, for the 70s. For, really? Yeah. God, I, I, with that in mind, I don't have a clue. Willie Stargell. Oh, course, well, Willie Stargell was a good hitter in the 60s, but you're right. Yeah, the 70, well, you're, you're, so, you're, yeah with We Are Family. Yeah, We Are Family, and also 71 when they won with, with Robert Oklahoma. That's a good yeah. one. Willie Star- I got to interview him a few times. Nice guy. Great guy. He seemed guy. like a nice guy. Very nice guy. Yeah, uh, I guess he had a heart attack when he was in his 60s. Oh, died, really? died, died young. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he yeah, was we a great hitter. Used to imitate him with the, uh, you know, the bat going around. Oh yeah, right yeah. Around. He'd, he'd take that bat and wander <laughs> around. He was kind of the Willie McCovey of the Pirates. You know, yeah. he he and Clemetti were the Mays and McCovey of the of yeah. the Pirates. And it was a great time to watch. I mean, you had Mays McCovey, you had uh, and Jimmy Ray Hart for a couple of years, who was a, a terrific Big power one, hitter. Yeah. You had uh, Henry Aaron and Eddie Matthews. You had yeah. on the Braves, and then of course the Pirates had. Um, Clemente mm-hmm. and, and Stargell and the Reddits for a while had Frank Robinson and Veda Pinson. So every team, it seems like, had a, a duo of killers. Well, Veda Pinson, it. I would have thought, let's say, Brooks Robinson. Well, Brooks Robinson. Or Brooks Robinson. Well, some, yeah, but, Frank went to Baltimore after the 65 yeah. season. So oh, you're saying the Reds. Up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was saying, Reds, yeah. yeah. But Veda Pinson, you know, it's interesting. Veda Pinson, uh, Frank Robinson, and Kurt Flood all played in the same outfield in high school at McClyman's High School in Oakland. How about that? It's like the Alou brothers. Yeah, and they, they only all, you know, they only played in one game together. Really? Yeah, well, because Jesus joined the Giants in 63. I'm oh, talking about when they were oh, with the Giants. You're talking about the Alou brothers. Yeah. 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 Matty or Felipe left after 63. Jesus joined the Giants in 63, and then Matty was there for four or five years in the early 60s. And then the Giants traded Matty away to Pittsburgh, and uh, a guy named Harry Walker got a hold of him, changed his batting style, and he went from being a 280 lifetime hitter to being a 330 lifetime hitter. Matty? Matty. You know, well, Three, for, I, I knew not was, lifetime, but I mean but, for four or five years. Oh, okay. He had, I, he had 352 in 1966 after the Giants traded him to Pittsburgh for a, a left-handed journeyman pitcher by the name of Joe Gibbon. And it was uh, all the Giants fans. Oh, my God. And I kept saying, you know, hey, even I knew. I was only 14. Harry Walker was the hitting coach and manager of the of the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he changed his batting style. He wouldn't have gotten that kind of uh, counsel with the Giants, so it didn't matter. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I mean, kind of made made a name for himself, probably. Well, uh, sort of. A lot of people said the same thing about Lou Brock. You know, the Cardinal fans uh, feel like the, they got a, they got him in a steal from the Cubs, and they did. But the Cubs, uh, you know, didn't give him any support. Didn't give him any uh, good uh, hitting of uh, you know. Um, 
advice. And so I think when he got to, to St. Louis, he was at that age where he was either going to make it or not, and he got some advice, and he got surrounded by a great team. Look at the Cardinals of the 60s. Oh, yeah. You know, the mid-60s were a great Bob team. Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson, yeah. Orlando Cepeda, Kurt Flood. You but know. you don't think – it's funny. You don't, yeah, you never think about Lou Brock and the Cubs. Well, that, you know, he played there four or five years, and then he, he's just a young player. They traded him away for a, a guy named Ernie Brolio, and again, it was one of those trades – I know all fans who are older, like our, ourselves, remember trades that they just, oh, how could they do that? Yeah. Like the Giants trading Orlando Cepeda away when he was 29 years old because he'd had a, an off-season knee surgery the year before and hardly played for a pitcher by the name of Ray Sadecki. Oh, I remember right. Yeah. Ray Sadecki. How about, what did he ever do? He won like 25 games yeah. in three years for the Giants. Orlando Cepeda would all he won the MVP award, you know, <laughs> and led the Cardinals to the World Series. Well, the, the, uh, the Giants were notorious for giving away good players and then you and then getting older players. Yeah. Well, they made they, they made all, and they but they did, you know, all teams catch lightning in a bottle sometimes with trades. I remember the Giants traded for a guy named Harvey Keene who later became a manager and he was a very good hitter in the American League and they get, they picked him up and uh for a couple of years he was really good. So, you know, that's uh, people don't remember those ones. They always yeah. remember the oh, they traded Gaylord Perry away for, you know, a washed up and drunk Sam McDowell. How could they Sam do Sam McDowell, that? I remember that. Sudden Sam, yeah, Sudden Sam came to San Francisco <laughs> in 72 for Gaylord Perry. The Giants said Gaylord was too old. Sam was a big, hard-throwing left-hander, yeah. tall guy, but he had a drinking problem. And he got hurt and he mm. never was the same. Yeah. I, remember, I remember that because I yeah. uh, I remember uh, calling in on a radio show talking to Sam McDowell and Ken Henderson. Really? Yeah. On what, like, a KSFO, probably. Probably yeah. it was KSFO. It was just what, one of those you, we happened to get in. You know, no, you probably were talking. To, I bet you it was the Ask Chubb Feeney show. Chubb used to come on there, the general manager of the Giants. He was the owner's son, uh, son-in-law, Horace Stoneham's son-in-law. And Chubb used to do a, a regular show, and he'd bring players on with him. Yeah. So that probably was what you were doing. Yeah. And, and I remember because Sam came from the Reds, I think, didn't he? Who's that now? Sam McNall came from the Reds. No, he came from the from the uh, Cleveland Indians. Speaking of oh, which, yeah, how about yeah. the Cleveland Indians? What they've been doing lately? Man, it, it's you know you get you get the LeBron and the Cavaliers. And yeah, now get... Cleveland is the center of the sports universe right now. The Cavaliers win the NBA title, and then now the Reds, or I should say the the Indians, won 12 in a row last we saw. In another I mean, 75 years, the Browns will finally win something oh again. God, that's mm-hmm. a sorry franchise. I don't know that much about their front office, but I hear that just it's awful. It's dysfunctional. It's beyond dysfunctional. I mean, they their first tra- draft pick was a guy that they, they knew about. This guy had a, a tendency to party and drink, and they they signed him anyway. Johnny, Johnny, yeah. yeah. Johnny, man, that poor guy may never play again. Well, he'll probably play because they invested so much money in him. But how could they be so dense as to not see that? Maybe they didn't want to see it. You remember the Raiders a few years back signed Jam- a guy named Jamarcus Marcus Russell? Russell yeah. And he, I think he had one big game. It was yeah. against Denver on the road, and he looked like a world beater. And then the rest of the time, you know, he threw like 17 interceptions and five touchdowns one year. Like, now, now, he, on. he, did he have any specific problems? He just was lazy. He didn't, uh, he didn't work out. He put on weight. He uh, had terrible instincts, but more than more importantly, he had a terrible team around him. He had nobody yeah. around him. Well, so, and then when you make that big money, it's kind of you know you don't have to. Oh, he had a guaranteed contract. He yeah. was Al Davis was warned, "Don't sign this guy." You know, he's he's a project at best. And now I know what I'm doing. Of course, by the end of his near the end of his life, Al Davis was losing it. You know, he didn't have those people oh, around yeah. him that helped make <laughs> him a great general manager and a great seer of talent. That he had back in the seventies. How uh, Jamarcus must, must have been a very good college player. Oh yeah, he was a good college player. But in college, you know, you're going up against 
19-year-olds. Uh, in the yeah. pros, you're going up against 28-year-old guys that, uh, you know, they, they know how to, to play you. And, I mean, he, he, got, he just got schooled. And it's kind of sad, too. He's, out of, he's been out of football for a long time. But from what I heard, he gave away most of his money to his buddies. You know, the entourage you know, type thing. Yeah, you know his buddies, his friends. I, he was he wasn't doing terribly, but he he just was a he had a soft heart, and there were a lot of his friends that weren't doing well. So he just oh here I'll bankroll your business over here, you know, or I'll yeah. give you a, a loan for a house over here, and that happens to a lot of pro athletes, or it has happened. I don't think it's happening as much today, but yeah. it does happen. How, how how much was his guaranteed contract? Oh God, that's a good question. It was something like. Pfft, Twenty-five million wow. that he was guaranteed for two years, you know, and that's a lot of money. Sure, even today, I mean, today's standards are even higher. Do you know that Harrison Barnes, who's a middling yeah. ball player with the with the Warriors, could sign an offer sheet worth twenty million a year with who? With the Warriors, they want him back. They want him back. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he, he had a, he had a, a very a, good year. I mean, people yeah. forget he had a very good year and he was good in the playoffs, and then in, in the in the finals he went flat. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's definitely one of those guys who, uh, under pressure, boy, he can hit those three-pointers. Well, he's a great it. athlete. He's, he's got great instincts. He's a great defender. People forget he's a terrific defender. But the problem is he's a streaky shooter, and he doesn't have that one go-to move where he can go in and just, you know. And he should. Maybe he'll develop it, but he's 20, 23 years old, 24. Is that so, old? Yeah, he's a young kid, well, so, you know, he's got some time. They do all these fadeaways that, that they just get you know, throwing up bricks all the time. <laughs> I don't like that. I do not like seeing that. I, I remember watching the Warriors game. I watched the I, – I don't know what made me do this because I'm a Warrior fan, and I went back and watched the fourth quarter of that last game in oh. its entirety. Oh, wow. And I'm watching some That's of the hard. shots the yeah. Warriors were taking. And I'm going, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. You know, they, they missed their last nine shots. And Cleveland missed seven of their last nine, but unfortunately the two that they made were uh, – a three-pointer by uh, Kyrie Irving yeah. and a dunk by LeBron James. That was the ball game. So you know, yeah. that is tough. Love. Well, it's good for Cleveland, though. I'm happy for Cleveland. You yeah, know. no, so am I. So yeah. am I. I mean, uh, so, uh, if you're going to lose to a team, lose to Cleveland, lose to Le- the best. LeBron James is the best. He's the best. Yeah, yeah no question. Well, and also the fact we've talked about this before that um, you know, as Warrior fans, at least they won last. You know, yeah. the, the previous year. So it's like, let's not get greedy. Phew, yeah, and they're, yeah. Gonna, and they're going to be back next year. They have a young core. Look at the teammate they have. They got Iguodala. They got Curry. They got Thompson. They've got you know some good young well, players. Well, kind of he's getting old now, isn't he? He's is getting a little. Has had a little bit of a back problem. But Draymond Green. Look at the game. The game four was an amazing. I think he had thirty five points. Uh, I think he had twelve rebounds and nine assists. If it hadn't been for him, they'd never even been in that game. But what are they going to do with Bogut? He seems to get. You know, uh, I think hurt. he'll be around. He's got one more year, I believe, in his contract. They'll just have to figure out somebody that can come in and play with him. I don't. I don't think they're going to hang on to Festus Azili and Maurice yeah. Spates and Anderson Vareo. I just don't see it. Maybe maybe they'll hang yeah, on. Yeah, Anderson Verzow. He, Verzow. He's so. Yeah, I, I, it's amazing. He, he gives know? him energy, but he doesn't really do anything. He just brings energy into the, you know, runs around like crazy, blocks a shot or two, but yeah. he doesn't give you a whole lot. Spates at least can hit a shot, and Azili can at least block a shot, but Verajah doesn't do much of anything. No. Yeah. So, nice right. guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, a lot of the guys. Yeah, yeah. is supposed to be a very nice oh, guy, too. Oh, very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Very nice fellow. But you can't win championships with just nice guys. No, you got to have a little uh, – LeBron is not a nice guy, but he's a great player. Really? Well, oh, no, I mean, I'm saying he's not a jerk, but he's just – he's a little arrogant. But, you know, mm. he has a right to be. Okay. You know? All right. Here's, our, here's our, Let's go to our second trivia sure. question. Uh, we're talking baseball quotes. Who said, I've seen the future and it's much like the present, only longer <laughs> – 
I'm, you want me to guess right now? No, no, okay. no. You, you tell, okay, I'll think we'll about do it off okay. off the air, and then right. uh, we come back. Really, if you get this one, that'd be pretty good because okay. he's he's not really well known for for making quotes. Uh, I would say that's correct. Oh, okay. Because right. the guy I was going to pick was a quote machine. Who? So Who are you Casey Stengel. No, so it's not Casey. Nope. Okay. okay. The first uh, email with the correct answer is going to win that free three day, two night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Who said I've seen the future and it's much like the present, only longer? Sounds like a Gilby Barra, but it's not. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective services to children with hearing and communication difficulties. Support our programs by attending the second annual Chili Cook-Off at the San Jose Flea Market on Saturday, July 23rd, where one of last year's contestants went on to win the World Champion Chili Cook-Off. Taste delicious chilies while helping our children. Learn more and support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Join Sail Now for a day of sailing, blue skies or fog, good company, and fun on the beautiful San Francisco Bay. The company sails out of the North Bay mostly on weekends, and you can enjoy a picnic lunch on Angel Island depending upon which cruise you choose. Several different opportunities to sail are available, anything from short or long day cruising to basic lessons to more classes and workshops, and they typically have a maximum of four people on the boat www.sailnow.com or 650-619-6896. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific private money fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan to value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at PacificMoneyFund.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question. We keep you in suspense on this one. Uh, what baseball player said, I've seen the future, and it's much like the present, only longer? I've, now, I've heard that quote, and I, and I, you know, I mentioned 
Casey Stingle. It's not Casey Stingle, not Yogi Berra. That's no. two, two great. Uh, it's someone who's uh, later. I'd say you'd think about him uh, in the 1980s. Pitcher? Yes. American League? Um, you know, uh, I believe so. Okay. I'm trying well, to remember what team he played for. Uh, Hall of Famer? No. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he could be, but I, if he is, I would. All star? Once in a while? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead. You name him. What okay, you? I'll give you another hint. If I remember correctly, I think it was a sinker ball picture. Sinker ball picture? Whew. Greg Minton? He had a great Greg? sinker ball. Greg I'm Minton. sorry. Did I say sinker ball? Yeah. I am sorry. I meant uh, submarine. Submarine. Oh, submarine. Uh, Kent Tacove. No. Uh, no, no, he played t- for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Ted, the only submarine guys I can remember are Ted Abernathy, nope. Kent Tacovey. I think he played for the Royals. Oh, Quisenberry. Yeah. Dan Quisenberry, Quisenberry who died of of uh, brain cancer. That's right. You know, he pitched for the Giants. I got to know Dan a little bit. He pitched for he the pitched Giants. For the Giants? Pitched for the Giants very briefly for about uh, half a season. Okay. And this was remember. towards the end of his career. But no, he he was a, a really nice guy. Really, he had a great sense of humor, very smart, and he died of brain cancer at like 49, about, wow. about 10 years after he got out of the game. See, yeah. again, the Giants getting someone at the tail end of their career. Yeah. Well, Gary Carter was another one that played yeah. with the Giants. Another one that played with the Giants late in his career, yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Durant. Let's talk about Kevin. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I, I have a feeling he's going to stay in Oklahoma City. Uh, Oklahoma City has been revamping their team. They got rid of Serge Ibaka, who apparently did not get along with Russell Westbrook. And I'm not sure how he got along with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's the kind of a guy who gets along with pretty much anybody. I would think so, yeah. He's a good guy. Um, but I think he's got – you know, Billy Donovan's a great coach. They took the Warriors to seven games. I mean, they could have been the champions last year. My feeling uh, of you know about him leaving – all right, if he comes to to the Warriors, that's a good move because the Warriors have the, the core of a team that should be good for years to come. If he stays in Oklahoma City, same thing. So I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah. I think it's uh, – how, how comfortable is he in Oklahoma City? Does he, li- does he like to play? He's thinking about – he's at that stage of his life where he's 27 years old, and he's thinking, I want to set myself up for after basketball. So do, where do I want to live? Where do I want to – I think he wants oh, really? to be in the, I, I get the feeling, and again, this is just a – he comes from Washington uh, D.C., though, doesn't he? I believe so, but I think mm-hmm. he wants to be near a big city. I, I again, this I have nothing to base that on other than just a few things I've heard, and it would not surprise me if the Warriors get him. Now, if the Warriors do get him, they're going to have to restructure things that they got a lot more money to play with. But they'll get rid of people like Maurice Spates and Anderson Verajao, and probably, unfortunately, Leonard, Leonardo Barbosa off the bench, very good player. They'll have to revamp their their. Um, now, how's that work if, if they? They get rid of people. Do they have to trade them to somewhere? I mean, no, no. I mean, if there's a bunch, I'm not sure how many free agents the Warriors have, but there's a bunch of them they can cut loose that that'll get picked up by somebody else. The and I don't have the figures right here in front of me, but the salary cap is is rising dramatically this year because the league just signed a huge new television deal that starts up uh, not this year but next year thanks to lebron and steph curry (laughs) a lot of it has to do with that yeah i mean it was it was signed i think about a year ago but yeah these guys have you know the nba is is very good quality right now yes it's may not be like bird magic or maybe not like you know jerry west against oscar robertson but it's right there Oh, pretty yeah. good. Hey, listen, you got LeBron, you get uh, Westbrook, and yeah. Durant. I mean, you, yeah. you still have the have, even uh, Duncan, even, Bla- even Blake Griffin is as yeah. flawed as he's been as a great player. I mean, there are a lot of great players in the NBA right now. It's a fun time to watch NBA basketball. So now, you know, as far as him jumping to the Warriors, I would not be surprised. It, I would not be surprised if he stays in Oklahoma City. And if you're asking me to predict, you know, right now as we speak, he hasn't even spoken to the Warriors. He's supposed to, or 
they're going to schedule a meeting with him. I have a feeling that uh, it's a 50-50. You know, really what do. other team might he go to? You know, that's a good question. There are several other teams that are interested in but I think the ones that do, are interested don't have the pedigree of the Warriors or Oklahoma City. So I think it's down to those two. Okay. And with the new television contract, in theory, that means the owners – Right would make the money. Well, they get us. They, they have more money to spend, and that's why they have raised the league. Decided to raise the salary cap, and again, I'm not sure. But who's exactly. the, when you say the league is the owners, the decided? owner, the owners, and the and the commissioner got together. Well, I'm sure, not, I'm sure, the players decided they, oh, they like that. <laughs> hey, sure. Hey, hey, listen. I mean, you signed twenty a twenty million dollar offer sheet. I mean, that's just an introductory, you know, to what you're, the riches you get. The NBA is it's absurd how much money they make. I mean, yeah. they make more than any other sport except for baseball. And baseball is pretty ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. You know, you're... You don't have as many players. Well, yeah. And yeah, journeyman, uh, my, I have a friend of mine. I won't mention his name. Well, I'll mention his name. He's a good guy. Will Venable. Oh, yeah. uh, he's not a friend of mine. He's the son of a friend of mine, Max Venable, who played for the yeah. Giants. Max has been coaching and, and scouting for many years in the minor leagues, lives here in San Rafael. I think good, you know Max. Good, oh, very well. He's yeah. a very good guy. Good guy. Anyway, uh, Will has played, I think, about eight years in the majors. He's never been a great player, but he's a decent, you know. Decent, yeah. Good, good defensive player. Yeah, good defense, sure. Not, not a high average guy, not a home run hitter, but, you know, speedy on the bases. Yeah. Good specialty player, good fourth outfielder. And um, he had a deal, I think, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think he got a three-year deal with San Diego, and I think it was like for $8 million, eight million a year. Yeah. And $24 million, and he's just an average player. So you know, Oh, was it $8 million a year? I believe it was. Oh, wow. I thought it was $8 million for, the, well, for a two-year contract. Well, maybe, anyway. well, maybe, okay. maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But even then, even then, I mean, not $4 million a year to be an average. Now, granted, it's not easy making the major leagues, but sure. the money you can make today is incredible. And think about it. Just to give you a, a, a frame of reference, Willie Mays, at the height of his career, was making 110000 Babe Ruth. No, 74. Was this, well, 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 74 was the last year he played. But, yeah, last but, year he played, but, 70, 73. But okay, Babe Ruth, who made 70000 a year, which was a king's ransom back in yeah, the 1920s. I mean, 20, sure. You know, I mean, by today's dollars, it's it's much higher. But still, compare the numbers. But you just look at the, at the amount of uh, television money and all of the licensing products. And, uh, you know, there's a lot more but, going but, into sports yeah, today. Well, that, you know, it's interesting. Okay, so... At the height of Babe Ruth's career in the twenties, making seventy thousand, and Mays would have been probably the sixties, late fifties, thirty years later. Yeah, yeah. They, the average salaries did not go up dramatically yeah. until Andy Messersmith and yeah, the, uh, free, the mid mid seventies. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom! It's right when I broke into broadcasting, and I remember thinking, "God, these guys are going to be making millions." And at the time, you know, if you got a contract for Two years and a, a million six. Whoa, that was a lot of money. It still sure. is today. Yeah. But I mean, in those days, it was huge, huge. I remember, God, I, I can't remember the name of the guy who signed the contract, but there was a big contract signed one year. I remember reading about it in the paper, and I was just about a 20 year old kid, and I'm thinking, how can they pay these guys this kind of money? Well, they have it. Well, wasn't it uh, Steve Young signed for like a billion dollars for no. the USFL? And then half of it he never got because William Oldenburg, uh, the owner of the team that signed him, went belly up. <laughs> so he didn't but get any. He, but he's still getting some. Isn't he still? He's still getting, he got some money. He some, got a, he from, got some money from the. Uh, no, no, he's still year. getting. Isn't he still getting some yeah, money from something? Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I don't know where it's he's coming done from. very well. He's done very well for himself. You know, these athletes today, if they get a good uh, financial advisor, a good agent, boy, that, those guys are worth their weight in gold. Look at look at the money that some of these guys. Um, who's the guy that the super agent who's really tough to deal with? In my mind, Lee is, Steimer. No, he's a good guy, but I'm talking about he doesn't have a he. 
owners don't like this guy. When he come when they see him coming, they go, Oh man. Huh. Oh, and I'm trying to remember who it is. I, I'm just drawing a blank right now. So, so in theory, the uh, players, that's the kind of guy they want to oh, get. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> want a guy that's going to take you, you know, get you the best deal, and if balls to the wall, I mean, God, who is this? I, I know it'll come to me during our next break. Anyway, agents, good ones. They're far, far and few between. There's a lot of guys out there that want to be agents and think they know what they're doing, but when they go up head-to-head against the guy who owns them, a ba- uh, baseball team or a football team, those guys are not dummies, most of them. And they've got their lawyers. If they're, yeah. if they're not real sharp about finances, they've got guys working for them that do know. So, But a good agent? Phew. Well, yeah, because there, there's a lot more to it than meets the eye. Yeah. I mean, there, there's deferred compensation, and there's all these tax rules oh, to yeah. think about. And yeah. a lot of, I mean, you got to be a really good agent to know all of that stuff. Yeah. You can't just yeah. be a, a— It's a big business nowadays. I mean, you get into pro sports, and you're a top-name athlete— Look at the money LeBron makes. You know, he makes probably half his salary from the NBA. The other half he makes probably from endorsements. Yeah. yeah. Because, and he picks and I have to say, you don't see LeBron in many commercials. You know what's interesting about him, though? He is a very good actor and a good comic actor. Yeah. What was the movie? He was in a movie recently, and I can't remember the name of the movie. He played himself, and he was very funny. He was very uh, he was very natural. I was like, wow. Well, it's like I like the commercials with Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah. He's very He's very good. He's very good, yeah. Yeah, I you know some guys surprise you. Some guys like Blake, Blake Griffin. I never thought would have been the kind of a guy who had been, but he's in Hollywood, so and he has an outgoing yeah. personality. He's a smart guy, so you know knew what he was doing. I'm telling do, you. do you remember the? Uh, I mean, this is obviously uh, made for for movies, but uh, like Rocky Two. Oh yeah, when with, Rocky, you know, he he goes ahead and and uh, he, he he's kind of washed up or not washed up, being a, a fighter, but his wife doesn't want him to fight anymore. Right. So he starts doing commercials and. After every shave, I do, you know, and it's, yeah, it's <laughs> they just come, oh my God, this guy can't do anything. No, <laughs> he can't. He had to stay in the ring. Interesting, you mentioned, uh, you remember the guy who played Apollo Creed? Yes. He was a former linebacker with the, the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. yeah, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. And a very good actor, too. Yes. Yeah. Guy had had a, a good uh, fighter's body. Yes, he was he was built like an Adonis. And yeah. uh, it was an interesting story. Um Sylvester Stallone said when he got in the ring with him for the first time, they were doing their shots. He said, oh, my God, this guy's going to murder me. Because Sylvester <laughs> Stallone was like about 5'10", about 180 pounds, and yeah. Carl Weathers was like 6'3", 230. Yeah. And it's interesting. In the movie, it doesn't look like he's that much bigger. But it's because no. I, it's just the way they shot the movie. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone said, said later they were really ingenious the way they shot it. They shot it all from a natural but they would shoot a lot of shots from behind him. So he looked bigger. Or he looked bigger than he normally would have. Uh, from behind Stallone? Yeah, yeah, apparently. And the close-up shots, you know, they didn't they didn't have their bodies right up next to each other. But he said yeah. Carl Weathers was a big dude. And he was. He was a linebacker. Yeah. A good, good ball player. Well, and also, if, if Rocky is bent over, so yeah. you can obviously tell, oh, okay, well, he's not as big. I mean, you know, it doesn't – you kind of give that in your mind. You go, oh, well, that's the reason why he looks so much shorter. Yeah. yeah. That was a fun movie. I have to say – uh, I don't know oh. if our, a lot of our listeners know this, but Sylvester Stallone was a struggling actor. He was 30 years old, and he took all of the money he owned or had, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was half a million dollars, and put it all into that movie. It was a hit or miss. It, it was all or nothing. It was an and, Academy Award. Uh, that, it's still yeah. a great movie today. You know, And you watch that movie, no great special effects or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's done on a bare budget, but it's got uh, Burgess Meredith was yeah. terrific. Talia Shire was terrific. Uh-huh. The guy who Burt played... Young. Burt Young was terrific, yeah. and Carl Weathers was terrific. Yeah. And it's funny, because I actually... Uh, 
I, I, you know, everyone says, you know, oh, the first movie is always the best. Yeah. But actually, I think they actually got better. No, they did. They I mean, did. that was one one of those, uh, I guess they call them the franchises, Fantasy that uh, really did, you know, over the... Uh, it's like The Godfather 2 was actually better yeah. than Godfather 1. And, the, and then the, the new movie that uh, Stallone did where yeah. he comes back and trains the young fighter. Yeah. That, that was, was very... That was, that was good. Very good. And yeah. The young fighter he trained, I guess, was a guy who had played in a very controversial movie about a... Uh, a shooting a, uh, on a, on Bart here in San Francisco. You remember uh, Fruitvale Station? Yeah, yeah. The guy that played the lead role in that was well, actually the was boxer. That right? Yeah. So no, young, young guy. And I can't remember the guy again. I'm, I'm like Michael uh, Jackson or something like that. I mean, Sam yeah, Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that. yeah, Mike Jackson or something like you. Yeah. It was like a, a a name. It was like who? Wait a second. Who's that? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it wasn't the same guy. <laughs> all right, we're going to go to our <laughs> last uh, commercial break with a trivia question. We're just and moving then, all over the place. We are. And then when we come back, we're just going to have some closing comments. Sounds good. All right. So we're talking famous baseball quotes. Who said when asked about the Cubs' inability to win a World Series since 1908 or a pennant since 1944, 45, excuse me, this person responded, any team can have a bad century. <laughs> All right? That's a good one. I like that. Okay. Any uh, team can have a bad century. <laughs> the first email with correct uh. answer is going to win that free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. You got to email Edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. Um, well, I'm not going to repeat the question, but uh, the hint is you're not this guy. He's he's known, but he's not completely famous. Oh, okay. I wouldn't think so. Okay. All right. Stay tuned. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host. This is the last time for today. And I'm it Edward was Scott Brown, Boros. That was the agent I was thinking. Scott Boros. Tough, tough dude. And that, yeah. on the other end of that uh, voice, was Bruce yeah. McGowan. <laughs> okay, who said, when asked about the Cubs' inability to win a World Series since 1908, or a pennant since 1945, this person responded, any team can have a bad century. I'm thinking it's probably a, a comedian who's a Cubs fan. No, he was actually in a, in baseball. Player? Um, you know, I don't remember him as a player. I remember him, I think he was a manager, though. Oh, okay. Who was it? Tom Treblehorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, was he a player? No, he, he did play. Not a, I don't think he played in the majors. I may be wrong. If he did, he played very, very uh, small number of years. But he was a, a very good manager for a couple of years um, with Milwaukee, I believe. Yeah. And Ricky Henderson uh, had him in the minors when he was just getting started. Ricky just thought he was the best. You know, he always used to talk about Tom Treblehorn, you know, back in 77, 78, when Ricky was just a young kid playing yeah. in, I think, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Tom Treblehorn was his manager then. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Ricky oh. Anderson, Ricky Rally. That's when I walk, I steal second, I, sc- I go to third on a wild pitch, and I score on a pass ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Ricky rally. That's what Ricky used to tell me. That's a Ricky rally. You know what? We've got to get Ricky on the phone and get him to actually do that. Oh, he'd be great. Himself. Then we'll I love compare Ricky. the two of you. Great player. <laughs> All right. More leadoff homers than anybody in the that's, history that's of the true. They, he Definitely best leadoff yeah. homer. All right. Here's our thoughts for the day. People who work together will win, whether it be against complex football defenses or the problems of modern society. Mm. Vince Lombardi said that. That sounds like Vince. Doesn't that sound like Vince? Yeah. And... It's what you learn after you know it all that counts. That's, Who said that one? I don't know. John Wooden. Oh, John, another another brilliant man. Uh, yeah, got to interview him once. I didn't interview really? Vince Lombardi ever though, but I did. Uh, see, I did see him coach against the 49ers a couple times. And I saw uh, Ernest Borgnine play him in the movie. Oh, he was great, he was great. great job. They looked alike. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Had the voice too. That's right. The gruff voice. Yeah, <laughs> loved Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and giving away more free vacations for like answering sports trivia questions. Thanks like. for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.